0: About a couple of fantastic shows. We'd first like to take you to the Lower East Side and the Metropolitan Theater, where we saw a friend of the show, Rachel Langton's new show, East Side Stories Actually.
1: What a very delightful afternoon out! Uh, this was a, a show comprised of six unique and different tales from the Lower East Side, um, all had two general themes gentrification and aging. Um, so it's like an afternoon of 1X. Okay. Very so
0: like vignettes?
1: <laughs> yes. And they were all based in the Lower East Side, which is also where the theater was. So uh, very well written shows, very well performed. Uh, my two favorite were the last one, which is about the L train, uh, about this florist who um, has a, a floral shop on the L train, at, uh, on the 14th Street Station, um, I think it was the 2nd or 1st Avenue stop. Okay. And um, he had it there for 20-something years, you know, and his daughter worked there. And she really wanted to go see the Nirvana concert, but he said no. But then Kurt Cobain comes to the station, she gets to meet him. And then this regular customer is a creep and tries to, like, hit on her and everything. And then the flower shop gets trashed by random guys, yeah. Hmm. But then he ends up closing it up after the pandemic, because, you know no more business, so it's really sad to see it close after so long. So, I really like that. Um, and then the one about, there was one about Lenin because, fun fact, there's a statue of Lenin in the Lower East Side. Oh! And then about how um, there was this woman who was having an affair with a guy who was a communist and, um... They had a special knock and everything like that. And then I think her husband passes. So She's like, we can finally be together. But he's like, I have to run away. And he's got a wife and all that. Yeah, it was really cute. Like, star-crossed lovers but never can be love story. It was really cool. Um, and then I will say, although the one with the aging mother did hit a little close to home for me. There was one about this aging woman who had an apartment. I've actually seen these apartment buildings. And... Um, just the fact that you know she's just getting older and she can't care for herself and she's getting moved to a senior independent living facility. I've been through that with my grandmother and it just a little close to home, cleaning out their, her apartment and that. And I was like, ugh, you know. Um, the set was very simple and effective. A table, chairs, couch, just a couple things moved in. It had that very college feel, but worked perfectly, especially with the space. Lighting, basic, on the money, winning the day, Sound was great. Loved the Lou Reed music in Nirvana. Loved it. Costumes were really clever and fitting. Although, as a dresser, there was a couple of moments I wanted to assist. Um, just because, like, there was a string attached to a jacket. And there was a button undone. Um, pants were not fastened all the way at one point during a quick change. So I was just like, I want to... Could I? You know. But, I mean... I I had a feeling like these guys were just kind of doing everything themselves and i was like y'all are y'all are killing it like don't even worry about it overall was a fun and new experience for me and just a good time like i was really glad i got introduced to this and got to learn about it from a new friend like seriously i can't wait to see what they do next so gotta go see and support the metropolitan theater for now
0: on yes sadly this show closed on may 29th 2022
1: For our second show, we head to the netherworld. I mean, the Marquee Theater, where we saw Beetlejuice, 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 the musical. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh.
0: So Beetlejuice is one of my like top <laughs> ten favorite musicals. It wasn't
1: uh, that good. You all would hate shh. it. No, I'm uh, we
0: saw it before the pandemic, um, back when it was at the Winter Garden. So Mm -hmm. it was fun to see it reopen at the marquee.
1: And it's even better than I remember. So, so good. Oh.
0: It really is just a fun ham and cheese show. Like, I love a show that doesn't take itself too seriously. And this show is all about making fun of Everyone.
1: There's no one safe, including its own self.
0: Like, yeah, it's it's amazing, and I love that.
1: The set was so amazing. The angles and the projections were even sharper and heightened. The costumes are phenomenal. The lighting is incredible. The sound effects were incredible. You know, um, the the foley effects were amazing. You know, how many times do you get to say foley? A foley person with a Broadway musical, SpongeBob, right. and right. Beetlejuice. Right. Um, the magic is inspired. Oh my gosh. I love the special effects involved with the show. Um, the acting is beyond amazing. Like, I have no words. I get so excited for this cast. And we saw the understudy for Beetlejuice, and he was so good. Now, when I went back with my mom a week later, Alex Brightman was back, which, loving Alex Brightman. But his understudy, just as good.
0: Right. And, then, and he brought a different layer to. Beetlejuice um, which was really fun to see um, and it just goes to show that you know Beetlejuice as a character rather than just the way that like one person has interpreted him in the musical
1: yes which and was
0: really fun
1: the humor is so amazing and a little, a little more adult than, than I it remember
0: like, like I bombs don't remember
1: handsome. the F-bombs and that or like the whole like um, what, what are their names the the McAbees not the Whoa, wrong wrong group <laughs> Um, Maitlands? Well, the Maitlands. I can't think of their names. Um Adam and Barbara? Adam and Barbara. When he's leaving the attic, he's like, Hey, Adam, Barbara. And he just flips them off and goes, F you. And then he just like leaves. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember that. And yeah. you know, and you're like, Yeah, no, they totally had that. And I was like Like I remember yeah, it not like being the like, like full innuendo,
0: on. Well, the I remember words. that, but
1: I was like, I don't remember it being I remember it being like a little bit bluer than family friendly but so like yeah you can bring your like teenager like 12 13 year old it'd be fine and i'm like i don't know man this is like a hard pg-13 borderline r just because of the language and you're like no it's always been that way i'm like has it
0: it's always been that way but also i wouldn't classify it as an r i definitely would say it's pg-13 but if you have a child who is mature or whatever well here's
1: what i've learned since since we've gotten out <laughs> here our cute little sheltered Utah folks and ourselves as well—what <laughs> we consider ratings are not what the rest of the world considers ratings. Because I've been informed by our friends Tasha, Lisa, and Eleanor that like just because it says the F word doesn't mean like that public schools won't go to the show. And I was like, oh yeah that would be a huge no out in utah that that's a hands-down automatic we aren't even gonna look into it like that's the first thing they look for and then they go down the list of other words and they're like oh yeah that's not even considered and i was like oh yeah well if you know i'm sure there's other places that are in that boat too which makes sense why we see so many school groups going to see this and i'm like really and i was like i gotta just change my mindset
0: listen but also it- beetlejuice the movie is considered a family movie
1: well, the <laughs> 80s were a great time, man. I'll tell you what. 90s? I love the update to um, all the updates to the show and the new one-liners. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they make light of the pandemic, you know, yeah. in the very opening number, um, which I appreciate and, and, and a show about death, you know, it's...
0: Song about death. Show about death.
1: Show about death. Right, I hope you're ready for a show about death. Um. I, the other thing that I also love, and, and this is the first for me, I know that a lot of people love Broadway shows and they'll do like fan art and things like that. But in all my 30 years on this earth, I've never gone to a Broadway show where audience members attending are actively cosplaying the show.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't mean just like one or two, I mean many. Many people are cosplaying the show, and I'm like, this makes my heart happy.
0: Also, now that it's at the marquee, there's this breezeway for the hotel and where the theater is.
1: That they always put the like, it's like they're a poster area
0: where they for usually, the show because yeah. usually,
1: like you know, they'll do the doors and stuff for a theater. They'll put up you know pictures of the show or reviews and that. This is the this is where they get to do it for the Marquee Theater.
0: And right now it's a ton of different fan art for the show.
1: And it's so clever.
0: Well, and it just goes to show you, like, because there was some controversy with Beetlejuice in the in the beginning because they they knew that they were gonna be shut down well, the, even though the, they were getting good tickets. From what sales. I understand,
1: the, the 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 controversy was and it regards your show, is that in their contract, the Winter Garden, the Schubert organization, did not have to extend their contract with Beetlejuice, um, so long as Beetlejuice, if Beetlejuice didn't sell one hundred percent, didn't have one hundred percent capacity, their entire run there, then the Schubert didn't have to extend their contract. Mm-hmm. Um, and their first week of being in the Winter Garden, they were at eighty percent in previews. And so that's what the Schubert, as I understand it, I could be wrong, but I, I understand it. So the Schubert was like, "Yeah, we're not going to extend your lease. You're going to have to leave, even though it it had been sold out every and every fans week since were then." Like,
0: like during the pandemic, we're like, "I can't believe Beetlejuice closed," and everyone wanted Beetlejuice to come back. And, and all of I this even was like,
1: said, like, "I was like, why don't they just move it to the marquee? They can't ever seem to keep a show at the marquee. This would be a perfect show at the marquee." Lo and behold.
0: <laughs> so it's been really nice that, like, I I would like to believe that
1: it's fans the, power of the fans of the, yeah the
0: fans of this show have been the reason it's come back listeners never
1: doubt the power of your viewing ability like it's like voting in America never doubt the power of your vote the if more you, like, you if you yeah if you like a show not only like patron it like by seeing the show but actually like follow that show talk and, about the and show and talk about the show create art for the show Join discussion boards, you know, and send people to that show. Share that show if you have an experience and you love it. Because that's what art's all about. We want to share the story and the experience. For me, I mean, the story of Beetlejuice doesn't offer any, like, life-changing thing. But the actual experience of going to the show, oh my gosh, is so much fun. And the performers. Everything. I want everyone to see what all these designers and creators and artists have come together to create. Because I'm like, this... Is visually and everything stunning. It's
0: pleasing. Everything about it is (laughs) good. It's a good time. It's a fun story. There's just... For me, it ticks every single box.
1: Yeah. It doesn't matter how many times you see the show. For the minute you walk in the theater, it is an experience that you will remember forever. So, I'm so glad it's back on Broadway. I can't wait to go see it again. So... Tickets for the show, currently playing at the Marquee Theater, are on sale through November 27th, 2022. And this concludes this episode of the Broadway Bulletin.
0: Be sure to tune into our next edition, coming out every Tuesday and Saturday.
1: So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez.
0: And I'm Hope Bird.
1: Reminding you to turn off your cell phones.
0: Unwrap your candies and keep your mask on.
1: And keep talking about the theater.
0: In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe.
1: You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at StageWhisperPod.
0: And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at StageWhisperPod at gmail.com.
1: Our theme song is Booga Blue by U.S. Army Blues. Other music on this episode provided by Man Bites Dog and Billy Murray.